Hey everyone, welcome back. It's great to be with you. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the podcast. This week we are going to carry on with our epic series and have a Q&A on exercise and physical activity. In this episode, I dive into obviously the benefits of exercise for our physiology, but I really lean into the benefits of exercise for your psychology and for mental health. I know that that is such a massive issue for so many people right now. And so every chance that I get to share information about how we can use movement to elevate our mind, I'm all over that these days. And of course, as per the last few weeks, there were loads of questions. And so I am sharing a few of the key ones that we feel are really relevant that a lot of people have been having recently in the hopes that those are also questions that you have as well. If you have any questions whatsoever that I don't get to, that you want to know about when it comes to exercise and physical activity, make sure you ping me on social at Dr. Greg Wells. Flip me a note through my website, drgregwells.com. And that way we can make sure that we are generating uh, information for you this year that really addresses your interests, your concerns, your questions, your challenges, and your dreams. That is really what this year is all about, is just facilitating the community that is engaged with my content over the last few years with my books, with my podcast, with the videos on social and just elevate everybody to a completely different level. So whatever you want to know, make sure you ask and that way we can help you out as much as possible. All right. With no further delays, please enjoy this epic Q&A on exercise and physical activity from the epic community event back in December. It was what the plan was. So (laughs) as usual, yeah, this happens every single year. I should get used to this by now. I just want to finish with talking about exercise and I have a nuance to how I want you to think about exercise this year. Uh, We have been using this for the last three to four years um, just simply to cope and survive with the craziness of the last few years, given I've had two kids that have gone through uh, a global pandemic, and the only thing that kept us going as a family literally was getting them outdoors, running around as much as we possibly could. We know that when we exercise, all sorts of wonderful things happen inside the human body. I was bored one day at work, so I jumped in the MRI. I MRI'd myself, that's me. So um, I just jumped in the magnet and pressed go. So you can see my, um, that's your tax dollars at work, Canadians. Um, So there's my lungs, my heart, another lung, pancreas, uh, liver, digestive tract. All of those improve when we exercise. You also get more red blood cells. These carry oxygen throughout your body to give you more oxygen to fuel your metabolism. You get more mitochondria, the energy factories inside your brain, your muscles, all of your organs. The only place mitochondria are not is in your red blood cells, but they're everywhere else. Obviously, your muscle function improves, and you move fluids through your lymphatic system, which we talked about earlier. And we know that if you exercise at a moderate intensity for about 20 minutes a day, you decrease your risk for upper respiratory tract infections by about 75%. So colds and flus go down by 75% if you do about 20 minutes of easy walking a day. You don't have to do much. doesn't need to be very, very difficult. But if you do it consistently, your immune system is supercharged such, to such an extent that 30 minutes of walking a day lowers your risk for 13 different types of cancer by 24 to 40%. So you can cut your risk of cancer almost in half with a daily walk. Again, we're not sweating, we're not going to the gym, you're putting on some shoes and going for a walk at lunch. You get all of these, these benefits. They also lengthen, and exercise also lengthens and strengthens your telomeres, which are the little caps on the end of your DNA that protect your DNA from breaking apart and fraying, just like um, aglets on the end of your shoelaces. 
That's what they're called, aglets. And they hold your shoelaces together. When they shorten and break down, your shoelaces start to fray apart. The same thing happens as we age with our DNA. The DNA telomeres of 55-year-old runners are the same length and strength as 25-year-olds. So when we move, you protect your DNA. You also, interestingly enough, release something called stem cells, which you've probably heard of stem cell therapy and all sorts of things like that. Those are naturally released throughout your entire body every single time that you exercise. So that's why we heal, we repair, we regenerate, we get stronger, we can reverse cardiovascular disease, we can reverse type 2 diabetes, we can reverse metabolic syndrome, we can impact neurodegenerative diseases, we can reverse depression, get rid of anxiety through all of these simple practices like going for a walk. And we can even lengthen our life. I'm gonna skip that one, go to this one, which shows that the more physical activity we add to the week, the lower a risk of all-cause mortality. Literally, the more that you move, the longer you live. That data is now absolutely clear. And it's not you have to go to the gym and sweat. It's not that you have to lift weights. It's not that you have to run. It's not that you have to hit a certain target heart rate zone, which breaks my heart to some extent because I've spent five years building an app called Vivio that tracks every piece of data that you could possibly want as a high-level exercise physiologist with like heart rate and all sorts of other stuff. And actually, the only thing that I really should have included here is steps. I literally could have had a pedometer done five years ago and gotten the data that you actually need to live a very, very, very long time. I'm not selling the app very well right now, but it also does all sorts of other wonderful things. I'm going to make sure all of you guys get invited to it um, and get the pro version for 12 months so that you don't need to worry about paying for it or anything like that. But literally, like, if you can increase the number of steps that you take, that is the number one thing that you can do with regards to your health and well-being for the long haul physically and mentally. So my tactic when it comes to movement is simply to sprinkle physical activity throughout the course of your day. And the impact of this is absolutely profound. The numbers are incredible. We can cut cardiovascular disease in half, reduce upper respiratory tract infections by 75%. It is incredible what this can do physically, but it also does amazing things mentally. I've shown this video every single time that I've spoken for like the last eight years. This is the electrical activity inside the brain of a zebrafish at rest. As soon as it starts to swim, the whole brain lights up. You are seeing the mind-body connection in action. It is absolutely incredible. When you move, the brain comes to life. There's data from an inner city school in Chicago where they took a group of kids and they did nothing. Another group of kids and they walked up and down the stairs before math class and another group of kids, sorry, and walked up and down the hall before math class, and another group of kids, and they walked up and down the stairs before math class. And there was a direct relationship between the amount and intensity of physical activity and their results in mathematics. They MRI'd the brains of the children, and the kids who did the stairs had an increased neural density, so more neurons in the frontal lobe of the brain where executive functioning happens. So it was actually anatomical changes inside their brains. That data was replicated in a study in the United Kingdom that showed that for every 15 minutes of physical activity that was added to the school day, GPAs went up a quarter grade point up to a maximum of one hour beyond which there were no further benefits. So my recommendation to you for your longevity, living a long time, just take steps. When it comes to your cognitive performance, I would like you to consider 15 to 60 minutes a day of anything. Walk, run, jog, swim, bike, paddle, don't care. If you want your brain to function at the highest level, we're just doing something most days, basically. 
we've now know that exercise specifically improves concentration and alertness, learning and strategic thinking, creativity and agile thinking, but in different ways that I'll get into tomorrow. And when it comes to your mental health, there's super cool data that I'll highlight here, I've shown it before, but it's super interesting because what we've discovered is that if you get three, four, or five workouts a week, you have a lower risk for depression and anxiety. So three, four, or five workouts a week, best possible mental health outcomes, just three times a week. Doesn't matter what you do, it's the exact same pattern. Walk, run, jog, swim, bike, pardon, paddle, gardening, housework, it all makes a difference. And 45 minutes appears to be the best duration. So if you're struggling with depression, anxiety, 25% of the population is statistically, three workouts a week, 45 minutes, anything you want, vacuum the house, go for a walk, hit the gym, do some yoga, lift some weights, doesn't matter, and we'll have a significant reduction in mental health burden that persists for quite some time. So that's literally what we're looking for when it comes to 45 minutes, and then once again, it doesn't matter what you do, it's all the same and has all of the same benefits, which is why we've been trying to do so much of this as a family. Every single chance that we get, we've been getting outside, we've been doing different things, we've been exploring, we've been trying to keep moving. And there are five types of movement that have specific benefits. The first one is, that's Ingrid, her lat is now bigger than mine, but anyway. Um, the first type is anything that improves your fitness, so cardio. Walk, run, jog, swim, bike, paddle. Elevate your heart rate for an extended period of time. Improves heart, lung, blood. Second type, so that's the first F of fitness, is fitness. The second one is anything that is fast, like Alec on the treadmill this morning next to me. Holy smokes. Dude, that was an impressive workout. Way to go. Good job, buddy. Um, super impressive. So anything that is fast, intervals, because you have two different types of muscle fibers, fast twitch, slow twitch, a little bit of cardio for your slow twitch, a little bit of fast for your fast twitch, which also stimulates the entire spinal cord and the brain. So your nervous system and your muscles benefit from anything where you change speeds. That's a spin class, that's yoga, that's running for the bus, right? Anything where you're just changing things up just a touch. Every team sport, squash, rackets, pickleball, tennis, all of that works. The next type is flexibility reaching, stretching, yoga, all of those make a huge difference. Again, we're trying to do this as much as we can with our kids. There's fast, fitness, and flexibility. The fourth, the fourth one is, um, this is the only video that I could come up with, so it's the force, creating force with your muscles, but this is my kids on the beach, and I'm just having fun now at the end of our presentation today. That's Ingrid and Adam um, hammering away and trying to do you know, what they do. And then Adam smokes Ingrid's hand and she shuts it down. But um, so this is the fourth F of fitness is force, which is strength. So that's lifting weights, that is doing yoga, that is anything where you create resistance inside your body. But the end message of all of this is they all work, they all do incredible things. But the one piece that's often missing, and when I first wrote about this, I wrote the four F's of fitness. I've actually realized there's five. And the fifth one is simply to have fun, right? Watch Ingrid here. Who are you? Ingrid. A few years ago. Go. And we did a lot of rock climbing to help her recover. She's like, you have to announce Ladies me. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ingrid Wallace is about to climb all the way to the ceiling. She has a confidence display. problem. 
we're working on that. Cool. Before she goes racing, Miss Marissa, on your marks, get set, go! And she goes rocketing to the top here. I am a huge fan of anything where my children can make mistakes and fail. The fact that we do not allow our children to fail in school right now is one of, I think, the greatest disservices that we can possibly be giving to our children. I love the fact that she's struggling with anxiety right here. That's scary. Obviously, she's safe, but I want her to try to deal with all of those sorts of things. And as you can see, she comes down here and she gets off this and look at her face. She's so happy. Compare her face right there to the typical look on someone's face at the gym on the elliptical. Pain, suffering, sacrifice, constipation, right? Like really bad. We have completely forgotten that physical activity actually feels good. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I really hope that was helpful. Obviously, it's a little bit of a different format, but super psyched to be able to share that information with you. I hope that it was helpful. If it was, please share this with your community. Please let someone else know about the show. Let someone else know about the episode. Forward it to them. And that helps us tremendously. If you could also leave a review on your podcast platform of choice, whether that's iTunes or Spotify, that also makes a massive difference for us and really helps us out. And of course, if you can follow me on social at Dr. Greg Wells or on LinkedIn forward slash Dr. Greg Wells, that would be tremendously wonderful as well. Ping me with questions. Make sure that this is all about you and we will continue to build content for you this year that helps you to be healthy, to perform better and to get to a place where your well-being is exactly where you want it to be. All right, everyone. Thanks again. We'll see you in the next episode really, really soon.